Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Well, 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 what have we here? Purple After Dark. Purple Daily, Purple After Dark. We are um, here. Hold on a second. There. There we go. Zolgad, Declan Goff. Phil Mackey might be joining us. He might not. This is going to be fairly short and informal, but it's going to be a way for us to uh, be able to talk to you after I spend a day at training camp and watch the Vikings and for Dex and Phil and I to uh, talk about what we saw. Tomorrow we'll break things down more, but um, because it's after dark, 9.13 Central Time. By the way, if you're watching this wherever you are, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. Mash that subscribe. Oh, wow. But because it's after dark, I have yeah. I have more important things than talking to people right now. Just give me a second. I'll, okay. I'll be back. Are you going to I think I think Judge Zelga needs a lime. I think that's uh is that maybe what you're looking for here? No, I got a I got the Got a whole sixer. I did love you, it. Um, did I tell you the story about my good friendship Scoggins? Uh, I think I know the story, but alert our listeners who are diehards, so, conduits of trouble. And I, I know, I know where you're going with, with Corona's. Yeah. Yes. Tell the story. So Chip Scoggins loves Corona. Like it, it's a go-to beer for Chip and which is, you know, it's a good one. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. That's fine. It's a good beer. Um, so we're out one night. It was one of the first trips I think we went on. It might've been to Tampa Bay Buccaneers Vikings the next day. And we're at a bar in Florida down in Tampa and, you know, Chip starts getting the Corona's. And when he does, he always says to the server or bartender, no lime. And, you know, it, it's an automatic if you're a server or bartender, if you order a Corona, that they throw a lime in. Because, I mean, that's just sort of the thing, right? Like, that's the shtick of Corona. Yep. And Chip's like, no lime. No lime here. No lime. No Turns lime out he loves Corona, hates lime. Which then begs the question that I, of course, ask, which is, why do you drink Corona if you hate lime? Like, there's so many other beers to drink. And Chip right. likes a lot of different beers. He likes I- IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not only a Corona. But I just thought it was hilarious that this guy who, like, is, like, into Corona doesn't like the one thing the Corona is no- known for. And he, yeah, man. He just laughs. He's never really – I mean, there's not, like – he just likes Corona without the lime, which I find I, I love – on a hot day – Oh yeah, like even even right now, I'm jealous. Like I have my tequila on the rocks. You know, I got my tequila on the rocks. And, well, I can and, send one over if you want. I can throw one. And, right and, the and yeah, just you know, Kellen Mond. It. You know, I saw Kellen Mond was throwing some darts in there. We'll get into it in just a little bit. So throw me a good Kellen Mond pass. I'm Amir Smith Marset, just waiting, Judd, just waiting for you to bomb a 12 ounce bottle of beer 
down uh down just 394 right to me you right saw his me. catch right i did that's the catch now i did send it like i'm not saying that i sent uh the, the greatest footage in the history of highlight film but the kellen mon pass to mm-hmm. uh smith marset which by the way he would have been mon was technically going to be sacked but of yeah, course saw that. In, in the first day of training camp you don't really care uh that was a that was a very nice pass though but there's a lot to get to day one of training camp okay so no pads and it's not going to be pads till next week um no pads uh hot muggy but a nice breeze out it was not it was not even close to being like the traditional oh my god stifling training camp practices for all that we got worked up about how hot it was going to be today at least out at the practice fields we had a nice little breeze blowing through very comfortable okay um football practice also has changed greatly in the last 20 years so like at the end they essentially did walk through drills and um and didn't have their helmets on. And so, like, it was much more casual than it used to be. Um, do you want to start with uh, the topic du jour? Kellen Mond? Yes, or, absolutely. Quarterbacks? Is we that love where you'd Kellen like Mond to start? in this. Uh, of course, I, I've been okay. thinking about it all day. So, Kellen Mond. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now. Through a very nice pass on, on the one to Smith Marset that I sent you, uh, the film, which, by the way, you can find the video of that at mm-hmm. uh, the Score North Twitter site right now. Yep. So, Go there, watch it, have fun, enjoy. Um, as far as I can figure, though, in doing the simple math from what we saw today, it looks to me like the minicamp observation that we had was correct, which is Kellen Mond is going to be eased in big time. I think the second quarterback is pretty clearly Jake Browning. So it's Kirk, Jake Browning, and Kellen Mond, which I have no problem with. I think that's probably smart. Um, but Mond, it's not like Mond got a ton of work. He did get work, but it's not like it's not like he's being anointed the number two quarterback at the start of training camp. Um, but I mean, this is going to take some time. But I'm not sure what you think, Dex. I'm all for this because, in my opinion, if you're going to do this right and develop him in in the correct way, and by the way, just to be fair to him, he is a third round pick. I told Phil this. I said, if this is Jordan Love, and you're like, oh, he can't play, like we we can't play him yet, and he's a first round pick. I got a problem with that because then I'm like, hold on a second. He took a guy in the first round and you're telling me out of the shoot. Now, ideally he doesn't play, but if you're like, he can't play, we can't do this. Kellamont's a third round pick. He's got some talent, but he also has a lot to learn. And I like the, if the strategy is, you know what, let's spend this year putting no pressure on him to play. Let's get him to learn. Let's get him to be around the league and the meetings. Um, I actually think, and this is a total guess. I was not told this total guess. I would not be surprised if they decide that Jake Browning can't play. So if they get halfway through camp or more and they're like, oh boy, I would not be shocked um, to go to my write that down prediction today. If they went and worked out a veteran quarterback, um, I sense that they are going to be very smart in not throwing too much at Mon too quickly and really making this about a plan to eventually ease him in. This will be the learning year. Yeah. And look, he's a project. He, he was a, very successful quarterback at Texas A&M, and you don't want to rush him in. Kirk Cousins is the guy. Kirk Cousins is obviously the guy here. You, you, there, there should be no situation, unless barring injury or catastrophic events, that Kellen Mond makes a start. Uh, but I, I'd rather them ease him in, too. You know, I know Chris Long released his odds that uh, Jake Browning was 75-1, uh, to 1, and he's technically will probably more likely be the quarterback, too. But whatever Kellen Mond can do uh, to learn from Kirk Cousins, I'm all for. And here is, I believe, the pass uh, that he hit.
And by the way, oh look at that! Look who just you, you know, like a bu- <laughs> like a butterfly with sore, sore feet, feet coming in out of nowhere as we show a Kellen highlight is Phil Mack. An RKO out of nowhere. By yeah. God, just, like show up at at Mond if if Mond's around. It's like hey hey guys, what's going on? You throw out the Mond bat signal. I'm like, I'll take a tab. I need to get back home and uh, to the home studio. Uh, actually, can we talk about Judd's videography here? Great work on the visuals there, but I'm a little worried about the wind audio there. I think we might need to get Judd a windscreen, oh. you mm. know, if he's going to be a real videographer for, for Purple Daily here. Um, you know, the, the, the pros find a way to, to angle true. themselves. I yeah. will say that I will say this, as I told Dex before you jumped on, Phil, that wind, lifesaver today. It was because oh, that that would have been still as hell and humid. And instead, it was actually for football practice in late July, very pleasant. I'm yeah. not going to lie, very pleasant. Yeah, it looked. Uh, I, I think it's just fun to have like a normal, quote unquote, normal training camp back. I yeah. bet. Like, and these guys Absolutely. probably, as much as they uh, will never admit that they love the media, they probably like the fact that people are there filming. You're like, it's got to feel nice if you're a, a Vikings player, Calamon, you check social media, and there's people with videos of you throwing touchdown passes in practice, you know? Yes. So uh, it's yeah. a good time. What are we What are we sipping on here tonight on Purple After Dark Boys? I got a little little red little, wine little, action, little, little cab, a little cabaret there. Uh, it's a blend. It's a blend. It's a, okay, it's a blend of some kind. Wine is the one thing I don't do, so I have absolutely zero knowledge on on what to drink or what. As soon it as is. you turn thirty, you'll uh, I'm getting just, there. You'll magically no. develop no. a taste for no, wine. No, it's not true. Thank it's you. True. Thank you. Uh, tequila <laughs> on the rocks for me. Tequila on the rocks. A little tequila. Oh, amazing. I just got the entire six-pack. And, and Judge just has a six-pack ready to go. Judge just the... has an IV of IPA, actually. <laughs> I fe- what, oh, no, no. It can't is. be. Here's the thing. Once camp hits, long days, <laughs> hydration is key. We dial it back for a while. The IPAs start again when the games start. Okay. As when when, when the weather gets down, a little, a little yeah, crisp. Okay. If I go IPA tonight, tomorrow's going to be hell. And I, I can't you. be out there sweating that beer. See, there's a key. They talk about players being in shape. That's fine. The media, though, that's an art. It really is. I mean, a fifty-one-year-old older, sort of heavier guy has to know what he can and can't do. People don't pay enough attention and give enough credit to the media grinding, just standing there in front of thousands of fans in the heat. The the pressure that's on the media to document the practice flawlessly yeah. is really not talked about enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that there was anything flawless today, but. Uh, it was fun to be out there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, continue. I don't even know what you guys were talking about. Oh, we're talking about Kellen Mond. We're talking about Kellen Mond, the succession plan. Yeah, and you you rode in like we showed the Mond highlight, and all of a sudden here's Mackie with, uh, <laughs> as was pointed out, the Collins were sliding. Okay, uh, I think I, I, I would much rather be the Vikings with – I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a better year than Aaron Rodgers because I think there's too much turmoil. And I would I think I would much rather have – the Vikings' current situation at quarterback than the Packers' current situation at quarterback. Is that a hot take to say? Like, I'd rather have a guy who really wants to be here, even though he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers, that you can get out from underneath without having to worry about drama. And then if you want to go with Kellen Mond, you can, but he's a third-round pick, so there's no pressure. I feel like the Packers have dug themselves so deep with Jordan Love. Like, they have to give Jordan Love a try, even if they don't think he's the guy. And so I think I think the Vikings quarterback situation is actually in a pretty good spot now. One year of Kirk, if they want, if they want to extend him, they can. They can take a look at Kellen. They have they have options, I guess, galore after the season. So the whole thing, uh, yeah. In fact, I'll take your hot take and up that because I think people are going to scoff at this. 
I would rather have, and this is currently, okay? So this is not Ted Thompson. This is not back then. I would rather have the Vikings um, front office than the Packers. I think the Packers are I agree. screwing oh, this yeah. up. Totally I, agree. Yeah. I think I think Goody is is a patsy. Uh, Mark Murphy, I think, thinks that he's a football guy, which is akin to, let's say, Ziggy Wilf, right? Being like, oh, I, I know a lot about football. It's like he knows he doesn't. Um, as far as the, as far as the dysfunctional nature of that franchise right now, and it used to be, you know, the Packers and Vikings used to be polar opposites because the Vikings for years were incredibly dysfunctional and the Packers were so well run. Mm -hmm. But if you look at this now and what they've done and how they continue and like now the Packers are going out. And getting Randall Cobb Dude, back, I was I just going to say. Because okay, th- think about how dumb of a move that is. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, Doesn't Randall Cobb Ron, make – Randall Cobb makes like $9, $10 million a year too. Like, and, what Like what are you doing? And Rodgers got up to the podium today and torched the team, torched the franchise. God. Oh, so did like you the, guys see that there was a clip? So Rodgers caught himself. Somebody yep. sent this to us. Yep. And he was uh, – you know, I, I really – I love I love the fans. I love this organ. I love the fans. I love my teammates. Like he, he started to say organization. Then he's like, "Oh wait, I hate the organization." Actually, yes. I love my teammates. I love the fans. I love yes. my teammates. I love my fans. Randall Cobb is going to be thirty-one years old. Um, he basically did nothing last year with the Texans, and he, I guess, his cap hit for this year is only five point two million dollars now. So it's not as bad. But like Randall Cobb. Like so, Aaron Rodgers sat out all off season, twisted the Packer front office's arms, and like Randall Cobb is the thing that like is going to fix all of this for them. And we we have talked James Jones out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Greg Jennings is getting sick of his uh, bodybuilding and media career. He wants to come back. Ryan really Grant Rodgers. wants uh, really wants to spell Aaron Jones behind there. He really wants yeah, to. Get Eddie that Lacy back. is going to yeah. take a step back from the buffet and come in and oh, wait, score some touchdowns from inside now. the three. Forget, a, forget about that. That was a bad idea. Um, yeah. Now a lot of Vegas yeah. odds makers have put the Packers back in front of the Vikings in terms of like division favorites and playoff favorites, but. This whole thing from the, from Rogers filleting the franchise at the podium today, the Vikings seem like they've got their stuff more intact and buttoned up, even if there's some flaws here and there, than yeah. the Packers right now. I came away from today, and not from the practice itself, because you can't tell much from practice. I came away from today, though, and seeing this team together and roster and what they're doing, um, more emboldened than ever about the fact that the no excuses mantra is a good one. Like this team, if this team's ever going to have a year again where, and I'm not, you know, it's not 2009 with far, but if this team is ever going to have a year where they definitely can make a run, the conference is not great. And if you look at this, and yes, you've got to keep guys healthy. I get that. But if you look at how this team is built now compared to last year, right? Like last year, we first guessed how many defensive decisions, the tackles, and then Pierce, uh, opted out and it got worse the cornerbacks we were on that first guessing i think in let's say april or may there were so many things where it was just obvious that they were tempting fate and they're like we'll be fine we'll be fine and they said at the end okay we weren't fine well good for them they came back now and really rectified a lot of that and even with the offensive line which might not be perfect i at least like the fact that they took steps personnel wise to bring in guys and to address it so 
if you're ever going to have a year where you really feel that the Vikings, with Cousins as quarterback, can make a playoff run and maybe go to the Super Bowl, because conference is not that great. It's good, but it's not great. It it's got no team that scares me. Um, yeah, when the Buck, I, I think the Bucks with Tom Brady until proven otherwise. Okay, but here's where it's gonna. Here's my question there though. They brought everybody back, and, and Brady's great, fantastic. He's but right. when you bring everybody back, and that they're not a young team across the board, I I just I feel like a lot of the things that probably went right for the Buccaneers might not go right. And all it takes, all it takes is a few things here and there. So in watching the Vikings today and looking at the roster, though, I think they really did a good job of getting out ahead of a lot of the things that they failed to address last year. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just see a lot of people, someone, I think it was KL, just dropped the line, Skull from London, Bob M, Skull from the South, amazing, as hot as Minnesota right now as it is down here. Where are you, I, you, know, you know, we can sort of see just through our YouTube analytics that the majority of you are from Minnesota, but where are you from in Minnesota? And if you're not from Minnesota, where are you scolding from tonight? We'll, uh, we'll pop some of those comments on the screen. Just kind of curious. It seems like a lot of people from like transplant Vikings and Minnesota sports fans have found us through the internet the, and we appreciate that. The majority of, of my, of the vent line listeners we have on Sunday night show that we do in the off season have I would say 75% of them are outside of Minnesota. It's been a majority of outside of Minnesota kids in California, in the South. It's it's kind of all over. We had a kid in Rhode Island the other day. It's it's pretty nuts. It's nice. amazing. Yeah, Burnsville, SoCal, Michigan, unfortunately, for Dana. This <laughs> is Michigan, unfortunately. School from Iowa. Uh, Dom Peppers, school from Raleigh. Awesome. You can Grinch. pop a – yeah, if you got an Aaron Rodgers clip. Oh, we'll, we'll get there in a little bit. Take that. Austin, Minnesota. Harry. Oh, wow. Hornell. Look at this. Skull from Afghanistan. Nolan. In the service? What's going on, man? Yeah, are you in the are you if so, thank in you. the military so, or are you just you. hanging out in Afghanistan? Yeah, Which well, if if you were in right the military, thank you for your service. Uh yeah, we uh, Skull from Lacrosse, Wisconsin. So you're kind of a traitor like Lacks. like that. Love Do you dress relax. in Packer gear just to throw off the weird one levels? Of, one of the best times I ever had a lacrosse Wisconsin bar was a day was the night of when the Packers lost oh. to the Cardinals in the divisional round like five or six years ago. Oh yeah, and there was just a bunch of salty. Sar- it was the Rodgers had like the hail mary to tie the game again, but then they lost in in the in the overtime, and it was delicious to be there. It was one of my favorite drunken moments. Yeah, it's a good uh, good time to drink in. Uh, Nuge seventeen seventeen says, "Call up realistic Randy." Well, uh, mm. we've got some things in the works, let's just say, yep. here on Old Purple yep. Daily. Yep. Got let's a couple, just, couple, two, three things in the works here on Old ju- Purple Daily. Let's just say Phil might have made the call. Yeah. Let's now, the only say... question is, will he get the haul? Stay tuned. What's funny is, the like, purple, realistic, yeah. realistic Randy was an OG Mackie yeah. and Judd radio caller Great back caller. in, like, 2005, 2015, 16, and then uh, started his own YouTube channel. He's been crushing it, but... Uh, Stay tuned. If I may, Stay if, tuned, if I may interject, I saw you put up a comment a little while ago, Phil, about Chill Boys. If I could just just quickly <laughs> say something, because I wore the Chill Boys to practice today. Just the I, Chill Boys? No, I, you know what? I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> I wore the shorts and the Chill Boys, and I'm just going to say, on a hot day, incredibly comfortable. And I'm not kidding. You know, I it's that about bamboo. It's that bamboo fabric, John. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. on a hot day. On, on a hot day where it's sticky out, and let's just say it can get uncomfortable, it didn't. 
That's that's the magic of chill boys. I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't say because it's definitely too much information, but I wore my chill boys two straight days one day last week, and nobody had any idea. I was just as comfortable. The boys were chill. Chillboys.com. Whether you want to wear them back-to-back days or whether you want to just wear one pair per day, chillboys.com. It's a Minnesota-based company, and uh, they would love for you to try on a pair of the most comfortable boxer briefs of all time. Yes. That's very accurate. Very accurate. Uh, should we hear from Aaron Rodgers? That's what I was going to just yeah, say. Let's do it. Should we, should we hear from Aaron Rodgers? All right, let's do it. Why? I love this team. I love the, you know, the fans, and the opportunity to play on Lambeau Field has been uh, a dream come true. To be in my 17th season is really special. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Let's 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 hear that again. There was a little slip up. I love this team. I love the you know the fans and the opportunity to play on Lambeau Field has been uh, a dream come true. To be in my 17th season is really special. Uh, I love Phil. I love Judd. I love Scott. Uh, I, I like working at this station. You know, it's great. It's fine. Yeah. It's... He, edited him, he edited himself so perfectly. Uh, delete. Organization. Delete. That is amazing. Like, he, I, I, he must get exhausted, right? Like, dude, this is definitely the Packers screw up from the beginning, just not involving him in the conversation and drafting a first-round quarterback when they were clearly – in a win-now window, and so the Packers are culpable for sure, but Rodgers does nothing to smooth out the situation. Like, the fact that he went up there today, after all was seemingly well, and just laid out all of the things that, you know, he has a problem with the organization is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Mm. All right, back to the Vikings. Since I just got done with my first beer. Well, actually, my third beer, but my first in quite a while. Daniil Hunter today. I'd like mm-hmm. to talk about Daniil Hunter, who has returned to the practice field. And where would you rank this one, you guys, among the most important things? Like, if we if we were picking out the single most important things, the return of Daniil Hunter is one? If it's not one, it's top yes, three if, for if sure? Yes, if Daniil Hunter does not come back close to 100% this season, then I just... Like, even all the pieces you added defensively, like, you don't have a pass rush. If he doesn't play, you don't have a pass rush. So uh, I think he's going to play, but he wasn't fully active at practice today. So I guess I'm wondering, with him, with Derisaw, you know, how far are they going to take sort of the precautionary handling of these guys? Is there a worry that Daniil's not 100% yet? I don't know. They're not going to talk about it, probably. Yeah, I don't think – well – I think the concern is when you start to play games with a guy who had neck surgery, where things stand. But the interesting thing was this, and this might be, I think this is a tip-off to where we're going if he is healthy. And if they do it, it's smart. Daniil Hunter today working a little bit at both ends. So he has traditionally been the left end, and of course for the majority of his career, uh, until he was out last year as well. Everson Griffin was the right end, and he was a Pro Bowl player there in, in his prime. So it made perfect sense to anchor those guys basically at the end positions. Well, Daniil Hunter today started going back and forth a little bit. And I wonder if that's going to be one way that they're going to try and get around the fact that they might not have a right end that they love. Because if you, one is, and I know it's different ends, so it's different thought process and position. But he's such a freak of an athlete. I don't. I think he could adjust and adapt. And if you had the ability to move him around like some teams do, that's going to be a complete pain in the ass 
for opposing teams. Yeah. Because you, um, you have to account for him every time. Yeah. Um, I am uh, in the process, too, of pulling up some DJ Wanham numbers here because I've seen a few people ask about DJ Wanham. I think Wanham, I think they're going to give him the best opportunity to get the most snaps just based on the small sample we saw last year. Mm-hmm. There you go. Purple After Dark is yeah, purple not dark. Purple After Dark unless you're drinking uh, nice libations. Um, I'm bullish on DJ Wanham, but I think I think Daniel Hunter has to be playing at his peak capability to really unlock whoever the right end is. You know, it's kind of like when Jared Allen was flirting with NFL sack records, and you know, Ray Edwards was sort of just a league average defensive end, but sometimes looked much better because they had great run stopping. Uh, sort of space taker-uppers in the middle, and then Jared Allen, and then the other defensive end has a chance to unleash. And I think with with the way the Vikings have their defensive line set up this year, with if Michael Pierce, another injury case, if he's ready to rock, and Dalvin Tomlinson and Sheldon Richardson when he rotates in, and um, I think the guy that could benefit the most is the right defensive end opposite of Daniil Hunter. Because um, you're just like you're just not going to be paid as much attention to. Absolutely, so we'll see what happens. I'm not going to chug it. No, I'm not going back to Ari. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can you chug it out of a bottle though? It's kind of tough. It's right? tough you out should, of a bottle. Should, should chugging, chugging period is tough. I, I, I used yeah, to think it was the beverage. Well, that's true. That's a good point. A good light beer or a, or a seltzer, you can you can put that baby back pretty dang quick. Shotgun like, that thing. Yeah, if if it, if it's if you're talking a bud heavy, then we got some problems. Like that takes some serious serious work to to put down that. Oh, quickly. absolutely. So Zim does he doesn't really like to fool around with um with the um principles of his defense. But I always go back to that Saints playoff game that the Vikings won down there and how he used Griffin and and Daniel Hunter inside in that game at times too. And I just think if you were willing to loosen things up a bit and move Hunter, assuming he's back to full health, around, that that might be one of the hidden things. Now, I say that, and I'm the same guy who who said, well, this is going to be the year that Anthony Barr rushes more often, and that's never happened. So I'm probably wrong, but it is interesting that they started practice with Daniil at least being given the opportunity to move around a bit. Um, And again, Phil, this might come to what we talked about on the Instagram show, which, by the way, I really like doing today it was great fun me on instagram 51 years old um but you know what they might be trying to to decide too what they're going to do at that right end spot can they fill it and if they can't and i think we're getting more questions about this again as we do purple after dark um is chandler jones or a guy like that become an option too to pursue if you just flat out decide we're too good not to fill that position with a player we really like all right, so here's Bradley Guthrie on the Purple Daily YouTube comments. By the way, if you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel right now, click that subscribe button and the bell notification, Ding. and uh, we'll get you that daily Vikings entertainment in your feed. So he says, reckless speculation. Vikings trade a 2022 third and fifth, and then a 2023 fourth for Chandler Jones. Now, there's only one year left on Chandler Jones' contract, so you might have to figure out if it makes sense to trade those three draft picks for one year of Jones or if you'd want to extend him, he's also in his early 30s, would you consider giving up a third, a fifth, and a fourth, a future fourth, for Chandler Jones? Dex, go ahead. I would do that in a heartbeat. The issue is, I think, uh, making the salary work is kind of an issue. 
So you might have to bump up maybe that third for a second to give them a sweetener as in, hey, take on $5 million of that $20 million, I believe, that Chandler Jones is owed next year. But I would do this in a, if just, just looking at it from, from a trades perspective, I would do this in a second if I was the Vikings. Could you sign him? So if you agreed to something like this, could you get the ability or, or if you entered into an, okay, we'll do this, could you then get the Cardinals to sign off on you going to Jones and his agent, extending him, getting his 2021 cap hit down a bit, and and I wouldn't extend him for long, but let's say it's three years. Now, this all this also depends mightily on, I think, at least the first, I don't know, month or so in how you feel about your defensive ends. Because yeah. if you start to like what you see, you know, if – Wanham starts to play well, or you have a guy who starts to play well. I think it becomes less of a pressing issue. But if you don't, and we clearly know that when free agency started in March, they went out and tried to sign a couple of big names, then that might be the answer is to do something like that. I hate to give up a second-round pick. Uh, I probably wouldn't give up three draft picks, but I probably would give up two, and the highest I would give up is a third-rounder. Yeah, I'm not giving up three draft picks for – for that contract and that age, two would you give up two? But I would give up. I would give up a third and a fifth mm-hmm. for Chandler Jones. Yeah, I would do that for sure. Uh, Jay, Jay says, "How about turning around and trading <laughs> Pat Peterson and a second and a fourth for Xavier Howard?" I mean, Xavier Howard is ridiculously good. Yeah, that's good. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. It's definitely going to cost you more than Pat Peterson, a second and a fourth. It would. <laughs> it would like, for sure involve a first round pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, can you imagine? Oh hey, Patrick, thank you so much for all the podcasts this off season and the mini camp <laughs> and the one day of training camp. But we just okay. traded you and some draft picks to Miami, so okay, he, would, he probably wouldn't hate that. Actually, would you do? Would you do a first and let's say? I mean, I don't know. It, it's gonna be a first for sure, but let's say it's a first and a fourth Mm-mm. for Xavier and Howard. Yes. a hundred percent. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I think yeah. it's gonna. I, I think it might cost more than that, though. Okay. If you can get Xavier Howard for a first round pick, I mean, what was the price for Jalen Rashad Ram- Breeland? Sorry. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey was like that was I a think, fir- a was- f- couple. Was it a couple first? Okay. I think it was a haul to get. If him. Miami trades this guy, it's going to be approximately the same thing. It's going to yeah. be enormous. But he's also, I mean, he's. Ent- I know he's good, but he's entering twenty eight. You saw Xavier Woods hit an absolute cliff. I know he rebounded a little bit with Indy last year, but. Cornerbacks hit a wall quickly. We talk about running backs hitting a wall quickly. I don't know if I can give up a first round pick for for that. Uh, well, Xavier Howard is he is twenty eight, and that is around the age like Xavier Rhodes is probably twenty eight when he dropped off a cliff. So to Dex's point, that is a thing yeah. to worry about. But um, yeah, last year Pro Football Focus had him as the third best cornerback in the NFL behind. Actually, uh, the second-best cornerback in the NFL behind Jair Alexander. The only one above was like a small sample size thing. So Jair Alexander. Uh, by the way, if you're the Packers, would, wouldn't you rather have traded for Xavier Howard than signed Randall Cobb? Like if you're going to add something to your arsenal. Yeah, but I mean, they're, what, they're, they're now trying to make Rodgers happy? It, it's so dysfunctional. It's so weird. I mean, it's just, it's like a, it's a, just a dysfunctional family and the divorce is so necessary. Do you know what this is? This is like going to counseling one last time. This is like going to, we'll get Randall Cobb for you. Okay, I guess that'll work. 
We it's just need a, we just work. need a getaway weekend yep. to mm-hmm. the Rocky Mountains. They're spicing Lee up the relationship is what they're doing. <laughs> Randall Cobb is is the footballian negligee. I'm Let's feed ex- each other grapes and listen to some Kenny G. It'll be great. Can't speak that's for good. the latter, but it, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It doesn't doesn't end up happening. What, feeding feeding grapes and listening to Kenny G. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying the getaway weekend. It won't work. It won't work at Green Bay. It's it's uh, not a good not a good strategy. It's More like a lost weekend. Yeah yeah lost weekend. <laughs> the Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. All right, uh, Phil, let's talk about it. Offensive line and Declan, too. Offensive line, um, the only confusing thing. So I watched this practice, and I'm going to tell you right now, almost everything I saw made sense to me, right? Like I could justify it in my head. Yeah, I get that move. I get this move. I get that move. Um, Rashad Hill at le- left tackle because um, – because who's the new? I am drawing a blank. Probably because I've had too many beers. Actually, it's just a couple. Um, Christian Derisaw. Seven. You know, it's yeah. just yeah, it's like two, eighth 17. beer. Yeah, yeah if I'm on my 45th beer. So Christian Derisaw out still after having um, core muscle surgery after last season. And so Rashad Hill at left tackle. Fine, I get that completely. But with the first team today, and I think, I believe that Dakota Dozier, the majority of snaps I saw, he was the first-team guy with Cousins. Oli Udo stayed in and played first-team right guard. Um, but at one point, Jake Browning took over the snaps, and they left the first-team offensive line in and subbed out Dozier for Udo. I am. I mean, we, we talked about this. This is the one that I just I don't understand why Dakota Dozier, and I think, Phil, you're with me, I don't get why he remains in this mix and what they think they saw at left guard that could translate to right guard. And this just seems like a poor use of anyone's time, perhaps including Dakota Dozier's. I don't understand why he was allowed within 100 yards of the roster. Like, there should have been a football restraining order put on Dakota Dozier. Right yeah. It doesn't make sense. The I fact don't... that he's on the roster is puzzling. And the fact that we're five or six weeks away from the start of the regular season. And he right now is your starting right guard. What are you doing? <laughs> I told Judd this on the Instagram Live. I'm sure we'll dive more in even tomorrow on the uh, regular edition of Purple Daily. But, like, what did you see last year from a veteran player? It's not like he's a 23, 24-year-old that, all right, well, he had a bad year, but he's young. Like Garrett Bradbury, right? Okay, well, that was rough, but, you know, he's going into his third year, and there's still some upside and some hope. Like, Dakota Dozier is a veteran player in the NFL. Like, why is he allowed anywhere near your roster? And the fact that he's still number one on the depth chart is unbelievable. And I, just, I, I it kind of seems like they're greasing the skids for Oli Udo to maybe get the start. Uh, or Wyatt Davis comes flying down the backstretch once we get further into training camp. That's my hope. That's yes. my hope. But I don't know what the temptation is screaming for them with Dakota Dozier. But here we are again. Why is, but why is Wyatt Davis not challenging Ole Udo for that job. Like and, well, he and, might he he might he might be. Yeah. He might. Right, but why not on day one? Like what did you what are you I understand Rashad Hill is a longtime backup. 
has started before. He's certainly not spectacular. He's not great. But you know what? He knows how to play the position. He knows wh- what he's doing. He can play right or left tackle. I understand all of that. But what I don't understand is after what happened with Dozier, he not only is on your roster, but he's challenging right now for a starting job, which I just think is a waste of time. Yeah, the Wyatt Davis thing, we just don't know enough yet. I mean, it could just be that, hey, we're going we're gonna to ease guys in and we're going to create a culture of competition here and that we're not just going to give a rookie on day one of training camp a starting job on the offensive line that we're going to ha- you're going to have to earn it over the course of two or three weeks or whatever even if it's kind of a charade and I'm fine with that. I don't I don't think we can say one way or the other what the deal is with Wyatt Davis. We just we just haven't seen enough of it. No, that's why I want to so see I, more of him. I wouldn't uh I wouldn't get worked up that he's not running with the ones yet. Yet. Get back to me in like 2 weeks if they haven't yep. tried it out yet. Okay. Although maybe um, it's possible too. He's He's not a lock, okay? What was he, a third-round pick? Yes. Right? One of your nine third- and fourth-round picks? Which is why I would have a competition with him and Samia. I wouldn't give him the job. I'm just saying let's cut to the chase here and and let's get a real competition. Yeah. And just we're we're kind of – I think we've kind of acted all offseason, though, like, well, Wyatt Davis, because some publications had him as a first-round grade, that he's just a lock to be a starter. It's like, well, he still has to be good, (laughs) you know? He still has to play well in practice and stuff. That, That might work out. Um, what other comments do we have? Wow, people just ripping Dakota. Yeah. Well, sure. Look, we don't have to get personal with Dakota. I just don't God. like just, I mean, as far as football goes, it didn't work out so well. Oh, man. Um, here's oh. one here. Oh, I got one for you. Hold on one second. Let me pop this up here. Uh, write this down from Justin. Daniel Hunter wins Defensive Player of the Year. So well, if he the masses can see that. And then Viking Pancake. Jerome Drew Pancake Samia. Pancake Samia. <laughs> Uh, quick jam, quick jam, got a pop. quick jam, quick jam. Pancake is a great term. Oh, that's Fantastic a great football term. term. Pancake, give me a good old pancake. A legendary pancaker in Foot college ball. was former Viking Brian McKinney. He pancaked people left and right. Get right it. I would love Miami. to be a scout and just elite pancaker. I would mm. love to just be able to write that down in a scouting report. Mm. Mm. Watch this throw here to Cameron Brayton. Little quick jam. Little bam. Little punch. Knock him off bounds. He plays the game. Like his hands are just hands. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. That's Judd reaching for the beers. Yeah. One, yep. two. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. Stella, one, two. One, two. Let's get him there. Get another one? Oh, I thought, I thought a third no. one was about no, to No, I still got two. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my God. They're it's only, all good. Oh, okay, real, real quick, real, real quick. Dex, did you catch any of either Nick Gage, Matt Cardona, or Nick Gage, Jericho tonight? So I did not the catch either. The pizza cutter was used on national television. However, tonight. did you see the promo involving, uh, who, who is Sting's little like protege, like the mini Sting guy? Darby, is it Darby Allen? So is it Darby basically hinted, without saying his name, that he's going to wrestle CM Punk in Chicago in three weeks. Yes, let's he said, it. if you really are, uh, there's one place to prove it. If you really are the quote unquote best in the world, let's and then the get promo it, dude. ended. CM yes. Punk is coming to AEW, man, and I am yes. juiced. I'm all in. I'm yes. all in. Judd, we're going to have to get you hooked on AEW here. You Wrestling guys are leaving is Vince McMahon. Right He's not going to be happy with you. I've been I've been waiting to get out of Vince McMahon for a while. Vince McMahon needs to leave the WWE, and then I will be back all in. To be honest, his son-in-law and daughter need to run it, and then he can go away. All right, okay. it'll happen at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, should we should we wrap this and save some ammo for tomorrow? Or do you guys have more takes that you want to unleash here on Purple After Dark? Hey, Dexter, 
I think I sent you this. Do we have the pass of uh, Cousins to Justin Jefferson to show before I we go? I can pull it in in a few minutes here, yeah. Okay. Um, nice de- A nice deep ball. This is what I want to see more of. This is exactly what we talked about. A nice deep ball on day one of training camp what? practice. And Jefferson wasn't chirping him for not throwing the ball quick enough like he did? No problems with the flag route. No problems with the flag route this time. Uh-uh. This was a That's deep good. route. Bit of a nine route, if I may say so myself. Looks real, <laughs> real good. Oh man, does Kirk? Were you tallying? Does does Kirk have a favorite target? Is it still Thielen? You know, I think I'm going to tally at court- training camp. So I'm trying to do video on the phone and take notes, which is hard to do both of them at the same time. But I think I'm going to do some more quarterback statistical tracking tomorrow. I didn't do any of that. Oh, wow. like yeah. I took notes today, but I didn't do quarterback statistical tracking. You know, I think in team drills, I'm I'm going to. Uh, do more tracking of the actual statistics to bring them to the table. You know, people used to make fun of our good friend and former colleague, Tom Pelissero for tracking training camp kicking and quarterback stats. The kicking stuff's important. And look at him now. He's breaking news. He's good one of the big him, yeah. NFL insiders. He's on, he was yeah. on Good Morning Football last week, oh, hanging out awesome. with everyone. He basically was he was basically Kay Adams on Good Morning Football. Oh, no, he week. wasn't. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might have been sitting in for her, but he wasn't her. Um <laughs> So I did see off on, on the side, and I don't think we had any drills that really involved them. Hopefully we get this the next couple of days. The kickers um, were off to the side doing their thing, and I almost wanted to run over to Greg Joseph and say, it's not too late to do something else, dude. <laughs> you haven't you kicked should, a field goal in two years. It's not too late. Just go whisper in his ear like a, like a, a clutch free throw or something. Just walk up. It's not too late to get out. This is not the organization for it's, you. Get out of the Vikings, get off the plane. Get off my plane. Get out. Get off the plane. Was I used last... to do that sometimes when I would go to Valley Fair. I would just sit behind like nine-year-old kids and say, "Oh, oh my god, god. It's, not, it's not supposed to sound like that." Oh my oh god, my... what's what's wrong with the ride? You're terrible. What's wrong with the ride? We got to get off. We got to get off. Terrible. Did you really? You're the reason I don't go on roller coasters. That's the exact reason I don't. Oh my go god, on it's not coasters. supposed to sound like that. I don't think it's supposed that's to sound like that. So mean. Roller that's, coasters. That's. Are... Roller coasters are awful. I hate roller coasters. I well, I hate amusement parks. What I don't get either is like I I love water parks and I'm fine in a water park when there's more fear and more issues of possible injuries involving water. But for whatever reason, Mm-mm. I'm all in with it. That's I don't get it. That's because it, it's called a flume at Valley Fair. Well, there's the flume and then there's the wave. The wave is the one where you stand on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. You know, and you get. Soaking wet on the okay. top of the bridge. Well, those rides don't scare me. The roller coaster petrifies me. I'm not doing the roller coaster. And not not to mention the fact that that's an old roller coaster. Which like, one are you talking about? The corkscrew or the... No, no, no. The corkscrew... Yeah. I rode the corkscrew once. You know, it's not as scary as the roller coaster because despite the fact it throws you around more, it's actually lower to the ground. The fact... What I hate is going up that high, and it's rickety, too. The damn thing... You're talking about Excalibur? Wood. I don't know what I'm talking about. The Are you talking about that old, the old white roller coaster? Yeah, I think that's that, that, Excalibur, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, no, that's not Excalibur. Excalibur is a wooden roller. I know the one Judd is talking about, and it is terrifying. It should yeah. not be a roller coaster. And for years, parts of that had been, if they're not still, had been brought in from like Excelsior Amusement Park, which closed when I was like five. Oh my Galactic God. Gamer must have about nine cocktails in him. He says, you guys are fun and interesting to listen to. Yeah, we've we've gone from AEW to roller coasters <laughs> to tequila to underwear. Yeah, Come do. here for the Kellen Mond discussion and stay for All the right. CM Punk speculation. That's right. All right, here is the uh, requested video of JJ, uh, Kirk Cousins hitting Justin Jefferson down the middle. Oh, 
Look at that, dude. That is that's a nice that's ball. A beautiful, beautiful ball. I know and they weren't know, running full speed, but that was that was beautiful. And I will say this: this goes back to Diggs as well. That's the pass that Kirk can throw. Yeah, for all, all the stuff that we say about Kirk, mm-hmm. I will it, flat out tell oh, you he's he's super beautiful accurate. deep ball. Absolutely, that, he really does. But mm-hmm. I mean, not to use that more to me is a big mistake. That's the high roller is the roller coaster that yeah. we're talking about here. I do not like roller coasters though. I I. Stay off. The Vikings, you might argue, are kind of a roller coaster, right? You never, never quite know. You're you're riding high, and then all of a sudden, the Eagles come along in the NFC Championship game, and you know, you're flying off the rails. Minnesota sports is a roller coaster. The Twins <laughs> played a seventeen fourteen game today. Judd owes us a shotgun if the Vikings win their first three games. Would you shotgun a beer on Purple After Dark or Ventline if the Vikings start three and zero? A shotgun's a when you put a hole in the beer, right? Yeah, you, you, you grab a can. I would almost need help because hole, I would do it, but I don't want right to do here. it. Yeah, see, I don't yeah, want to do you it. You put a key in the side, you, you crack it, and then you, right. you drink it through the hole. But I would need someone to film it because like, mm-hmm. I can't do it here, or I would get the beer all over my equipment. No, that's kind of the, that's kind of the gist of it. You, you're going you're gonna to take a little blowback there. That's going to happen. Right, but I don't want to ruin anything. This this microphone's not owned oh, by you'll, me. Oh, you'll be fine. It, it, it's fine. And then the keyboard. Again, the keyboard's not owned by me. Isn't it a company microphone? What's the worst that can happen? I don't know just, what you're yeah, so just, worried about. Just, just well, put a I won't get a new it. one. It's all good. And if I don't have a new mic, then people can't hear my hot takes. Oh, if, if you keep selling, can't... if you keep selling more pairs of Chill Boys, I think they can replace your laptop. Sure. I think you'll, be, you'll be generating I, enough sure. revenue. I'm telling you right now, today, oh, was I comfortable? <laughs> God. What? We, we're supposed to we're supposed to speak honestly about and the things yes, that we love. And I we should we should peace out before Judd turns this into a four hour infomercial for Chill Boys here. The Chill Boys people might like it. Um, anyway, all right. I'll, I'll be back at practice tomorrow, but before I do, I'll, I'll go on with you goofballs, but I'm not going to be drinking Corona at that point. Love it. Uh, think- also, cheap plug. So we have another YouTube channel and podcast, Mackie and Judd, Score North YouTube channel. Check us out if you're interested in Wild Free Agency, Timberwolves Free Agency, Twins Trade Deadline. Um, yeah, subscribe. And uh, if you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, both on Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd, help spread the word about the show. Uh, Josh Satram says, I'm driving and listening. This is getting dangerous. Josh, dude, be careful. Dude. Josh, please be dude, careful. We be are not careful. liable. Be careful. Why is it dangerous? Watching and watching something as well, you're driving? Watch us, just listen. I, I mean, it's... Just be careful. Just okay? be careful. Uh, we don't just, want to be liable right? for any terrible. Yeah. No fault, no accidents. liability. Certainly, only goes so far, kid. You make 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 sure you're driving it right there. Hold on a second here. Wait, 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 wait. He's driving and listening, and he wrote a note. And one that's he actually, spelled all point. the words yeah. really well, and has the appropriate comma. Yeah, the I would comma never. Is I wouldn't do that. Not driving. But I, right. But that's my point. Is I'm saying, Josh. I think you're fine. It's not getting dangerous, <laughs> dude. If you can if you can punctuate the sentence while you're driving, <laughs> then we're oh not your God. problem. <laughs> No, 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 then no. Then we're not your problem. No. no. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Right. We got to go. Good hanging out with everyone. Appreciate it. Purple After Dark, the inaugural foray into the uh, nighttime Vikings talk. We'll see you guys tomorrow.